Okay, the great Australian dream house and land package. Are they good? Are they bad? Stay tuned. Good morning. Good morning. 580, episode 580. Good morning, Mark. We're talking about the Australian dream, the infamous land and home package. Is it good or is it bad? What are your thoughts? It's a big one. It's a big one, eh? Because um, and we're, when we're uh, researching the topic this morning, we're having a bit of a chat about it. It is... It's good if it's in the right place. And what you and I, Billy, were saying, you've got to watch, uh, and there's a couple of things we'll talk about this morning, but infinite suburbs are dangerous. Infinite suburbs are dangerous. To buy a house and land package in an infinite suburb, uh, what, what, what I'm basically saying is, you know, we were, we were talking about a, a suburb around us called Warrywood. And I said to Billy, you know, you buy a house and land there, you're going to be okay because it's not an infinite suburb. And he goes, what do you mean? I said, well, you know, he goes, there's going to be more properties in Ingleside. There's going to be more properties in this. And I said, yeah, but there's 100,000 properties on the northern beaches. Even if they put 500 more house and land packages in Warrywood or wherever they're going to put it, it's not that much more it's a fraction it's less than one percent but you're going to be worried if you go from a hundred thousand properties on the northern beaches to two hundred thousand mm. yeah and um and along with that then you we talked about those those infinite suburbs the developer will sell until he makes a profit and from there he can then cut prices beyond a profit and anything else is an extra well, that's right. So I guess if you're a developer and you've bought a shitload, a shit ton of land, you sort of don't care how much you're going to sell it for um, as long as you're making a profit and they're walking out the door. Uh, and just to clarify that, what I mean is, you know, you, you may be a developer that has a, a 500 lot subdivision and you're going to sell 100 lots every five years. You sort of don't. You sort of made your profit probably in the first one third or first half or something, and then in those years to come, if there's a lot of property coming into that suburb and you have to compete, you sort of don't mind dropping your prices. But if you've already bought in that suburb and you're as a as a you know like a young family and the prices haven't gone up in ten years or a matter of fact have possibly gone down, uh, that's where you really get bitten because your competition is selling for less and they're brand new. So you've mm. got to watch those suburbs with infinite, with the potential to be infinite stock. And I think if you're buying house and land packages, try to get into suburbs where there's just going to not be a lot of land releases or subdivisions in the future. But the idea behind it is nice, right? Like it, it really is the Australian dream to be able to go and build a brand new home from you know from the bottom up and you choose the colors you choose everything um and all, it's pretty you've cool. got, all you've got to do is maybe just have a bit of a, a lifestyle change and move out to those areas especially if you're from like sydney it's pretty cool and and you know what i think with from 
remote um, working, um, it's allowed people not to have to value. Uh, there hasn't been as much value placed on distance to the CBD or distance to work because you're simply working from home. But where the value has been placed is having that room to do the work at home, which then opens you up to a three-bedroom house or a or unit or a four-bedroom house or unit because, you know, you're taking that office that's in the city that you're travelling to into the room next next door to your bedroom and calling it an office or a study or whatever you are. So, yeah, the house and land packages, it's a, it's a pretty warm and fuzzy feeling. What are your thoughts, though, if you're buying into these, these projects and they're obviously huge scale, is there a way to make money and stand out from the others? Because they sell them off as a similar size block you'll obviously have a corner block versus you know being in the middle that might be one difference but the, the color schemes are reasonably the same to keep it all uniform what's the key to success on these on these buyers mark I, I think if you can if you can um, look the people have always valued property Billy on on um, uh, they valued property on distance to the CBD and distance to the water, water being beach or harbour. That's always been for, you know, 20, like 50, 100, hundreds of years. Like that's always been the principle. People dwell towards the cities, people dwell towards water. Um, I think when you're buying these these sort of house and land packages, that principle still sits. It's probably a bit less, like I said, on the city, you know, that focus on being close to the city. I think if you're buying direct, yeah, are you talking du buying directly in that subdivision? How do you pick the better one? Or are you That's talking right. about which, sub which subdivision do you pick? Which, which block do you pick? Because you're, you're looking at them all on a drawing for the start. And then you'll go out and have a look at the, the empty block, but they they all share a lot of similar, you know, qualities. Each of these blocks, so it's hard to sort of pick which one is going to either outperform the other one next to you, or is there a bit of a trick to it? There is. Um, there's. It's a good question. There's a. a um, believe it or not, the older buyer has more experience than the younger buyer. So when you're talking to a buyer who's bought two, three, four properties in, in, in properties for 5, 10, 15 years, they sort of know what they know and they know what they like. Um, and this is it. A north-facing backyard, if you're buying a house and land package, is always a winner. Uh, and people may go, yeah, of course I know that. But you may find there's people that have just lived in the south or lived in the east, never had north, and they don't value it as higher. Uh, but if you've had it, it's a cracker and you'll never give it away. I've never had someone with a north-facing backyard that goes into a south-facing backyard on their next property. It's one of the fundamental things people hold on to. So I think, Billy, north-facing backyard, if you're buying house and land package, absolutely critical. I think what's something to watch out for is the ability to build a two-car garage instead of a one-car garage. Some of these lot sizes or boundary adjustments allow for a two-car garage. That's going to that's going to make you money as well. Um, I think when you're when you're on a budget with a house and land package, think of I always think of a furniture store. You don't want you don't particularly want the um, 
where do you sit in, in, in the food chain? You know, do you want your Cocoa Republic all the way through? Do you want your Freedom Furniture all the way through? Do you want your, um, what's that really cheap furniture store? Kmart. Kmart, whatever it is. Kmart, you know, all the, all the way through. Amart, Kmart. Um, so I think you've got to have, you just got to keep that in mind. And I certainly don't think you're going top, top, top end, your return on investments. Not like think maximum impact to minimum cost when, you, when you're buying these properties and getting them fitted out. Um, mm. But don't spend too much money on them. Yeah, interesting. Find the balance. No point in pimping yep. up something that doesn't need to be. Well, it can look pimped, but it's not that pimped. Yeah, unless, of course, it's a, you know, you're going to live there, have fun with it, it's your home. That's a different story. But if we're talking investment. Yeah, and I think also, you know, don't get silly also if it's your home. Like there's, you know, you're going to put gold taps in, no. Um, do you know what I mean? You're not really going to get the return on that, particularly considering the lifespan you're going to get out of it. If, if it's your forever home, I get, you know, what you just said for sure you know but if you're going to be out of that property in the next five to eight years or something you just got to be smart when you're buying house and land packages but overall we think they're a good investment when done right just be careful good investment but don't buy don't buy in suburbs that are going to be absolutely slammed with stock don't yeah. buy in infinite suburbs. So guys and girls, whoever's watching if you and you or sharing this with people buying house and land packages, do not buy in suburbs where it's just going to keep on getting built out, built out, built out. For example, I'm not the biggest fan of buying in the CBD uh, when it comes to apartments because I think there's an infinite potential of supply. I'm not a big fan of buying in Parramatta because I think there's just too much supply mascot is just too much supply house and land packages that's for apartments but house and land packages are the same i think you've got to be careful that you're buying in area good growth areas but not areas that are going to be stamped with thousands and tens of thousands and potentially hundreds of thousands of houses watch your supply it's interesting and then do you think do you think the houses come first and then the infrastructure slowly behind it or the other way around you when i we used to live in Perth and there was a couple of these, um, not mass suburbs, but they basically took, you know, an existing part of the suburb that was completely underdeveloped. It was just grassland and changed it into these big, big, um, you know, new sort of roads and things. The big road would go in first, then you'd find the tape measuring the, or the strings outlining the, the blocks and then the houses would pop up. Do you think the infrastructure is sometimes a, l a little bit slow? Because you've got to have shops. Well, it is, and um, and it's and it's expensive. Do you know what I mean? So there's there's contributions when you buy house land packages. The developers um, paid contributions towards council um, for um, you know uh, contributions for public work. So mm -hmm. I, I think that you they got to get the money in. Uh, they got to get it done. You know, hospitals are a big thing. Um, schools are a big thing. Uh, edu education, health, uh, shopping probably comes, uh, you know, like fundamental shopping and then you've got all your fringe ben 
businesses from that. They will all come later, but they certainly need the population, the people to be there to sustain these businesses um, mm. from a business side of view and infrastructure. They need, they need the money in um, from these from these facilities. But it's pretty exciting. It's pretty exciting. Some of these amazing suburbs that have popped up around Sydney, um, you know, the Norwest Park around there, and people have spent a fortune on these homes and have, you know, lived really, really well. This is an interesting one. Do you think um, the quality then can vary from developer to developer? If we're talking about public contributions, you know, so the council obviously have to facilitate, it's not just the houses that go in, it's got to be the businesses and the roads, maybe the parks nearby. Do you think if a developer's got the cash up front to, to make sure he covers not only the house, the like the land part but and that with the house, but also the other little amenities that go around it that's better yeah look normally that's council's responsibility when they're doing that developers just looking after the, the house itself um lot those are mm -hmm. gated estates are not are not very common in australia like they are in america um but you know no certainly i, I think you know, with, with the quality of these developments that developers uh, are doing, um, something that I should also, actually something I should really, that's really important, guys, um, is financing this, um, Billy, this home and land, home and, um, land package. Hey, Kerry. Um, this house land, these house and land packages, um, something that's really critical, and I've done both. Um, I've sold just the land to people. They have made money. They have done well. But guess what the problem was? Go on. They did not have – they had to have funding for 6 to 12 months on the land that had no income and they couldn't live yeah. there. So the benefit of house and land is when you put your 10% down, you've bought the house and you've bought the land. But here's the kicker. You only actually start paying the mortgage once you're given the keys for the property. Now, with land packages, you've got to make sure you've got some pretty strong finance behind you because you have to settle on the land, buy and settle. So you've may have bought a block of land for 500000 or a million dollars, you've got a mortgage that's already started and then you've got a house to start getting built and your mortgage is already going to start on your house while you're building it. So land only, you have to be much better financed and buyers forget this or miss this. They just see how much for the land and house and land, you are paying nothing for six or 12 months. You've only paid your 10% deposit and until you until you get your mortgage starts, then you don't have to do anything. So just be careful, do your research. You could, yeah, you could. so look, your house, your house and your land is the better buy than your land only by far when it comes to financing. Yeah, and if you see the, the appealing, um, you know, price tag initially, just double check. Make sure you're not buying. Make make sure you're uh, you get the house with it, not just the land. Absolutely. Yeah. But good questions this morning. Thank you, Legend. Have a good day, guys. Thanks for joining us. Everyone, have a good day. And we're it's it's today is um is another is another day where we don't have to wear masks in the office. Uh, it's progress again. Congratulations and well done, New South Wales. Powering through. By Christmas, I reckon. Powering through. 
It's going to be a good Christmas this year. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. Everyone take care. See ya. Yeah.